listening to The Real. Man, I appreciate them dudes for talking about The Raw. Wait, they were talking about The Relatable. That's exactly what I've been going through. The Relentlessly Real Podcast. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I hope uh, you're all awake and ready to have some great conversations and discussions. Uh, try yeah. to ignore, try to ignore Terrence's, uh, Terrence's, uh, what's well, I don't think title? Ignore it. Yeah, try I don't to ignore his title throughout this I don't, entire I podcast. Think you should embrace the truth. Uh, for anyone that's uh, not watching on YouTube or Facebook and you're maybe driving in your car, Terrence's uh, title is I'm Right, John is Wrong. That's really right. the title. Instead of having his name where it should be present, he has I'm Right, John is Wrong. He says he's going to change it. Every single time we have a podcast, we're going to have a, a word of prayer for him a little bit later on in the podcast, <laughs> just so you guys know. But listen, man, we're excited. Welcome to the Valencia Real Podcast, where we discuss real, raw, and relatable topics. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. Let's kick this off with some introductions. My name is John. My name's Mike. And I'm right. John is wrong because I'm there. <laughs> you really gonna stick with us? This. This that's, uh, that's clearly setting the tone for today. Yeah, let me know the foolery that will take place. Um, as you guys know, if you are listening uh, to last week's episode, we had an amazing uh, conversation about everything related to relationships and dating and men leading with the D, and it trans uh, it transferred or go went from there into a whole other conversation with uh, the young ladies. About you know what you know what women bring to the table and all this other kind of stuff, and we're gonna hop into that conversation in a little bit. Uh, but before we do any of those things, I would like to start off with the question of the day. You guys ready for the question of the day? Uh oh, never. And listen, yes, if you could please <laughs> go ahead and say good morning when you hop on whatever, uh, hop on the podcast, or hop on Facebook or YouTube, what have you. Go ahead and just say good morning to us. We would love to say good morning back. But uh, the question of the day is honestly a different one. My question is. We're all, and this is not for you, Mike, not yet, but were all of your kids planned? Were all of your kids oh, yeah. planned? And the answer, Terrence, is? Yes. All of your kids were planned? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mine weren't. That's why. I, I, mine were not <laughs> and I won't say which one wasn't, but I'll just say the second one wasn't as planned as the first, if that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, and then maybe ask this other question, which Mike, you can join in on this part of the conversation. It is when you have sex, do you have music playing? <laughs> um, yeah, so not all the time. That's like, no, nah, it's not all the time because that not takes away from like, like you trying to do all the planning and stuff like that. You got to have a soundtrack and stuff prepared every time you might have sex. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a little bit much, right? But I mean, in all honesty, like if you you trying to set the mood, I know it ain't gonna be like like imagine like putting on gospel or something like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and that was my question. That was really my next question. But go ahead, Mike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's not what we do. That's it. Just why not? Weird, man. Yeah, okay. you, you know, oh, Fred Hammond had down. Come on, T. That sounds applicable to me. Come on, it T. sounds applicable, right? So, so really we talk about the OG version, we talk about Kanye's version, because that's, yeah. That was, a better, that was a better version than when he did Walk Into the Altar, that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but Fred Hammond had a nice little uh, rendition of uh, sexual music that you could uh, have sex with. Uh, so if, I don't know if you want to hit that particular jam. I don't. I don't. Cause, cause, okay. Even though this is a 
you know, gift from God, right? As far as like being married and being able to uh, uh, be joined, be one with your wife or whatever like that. But um, yeah, listening to like um, praise is what I do. <laughs> will <laughs> feel more like a liturgical dance than it will uh, yeah, sexual experience. Like, that's just gonna get a little weird. Got you. A little weird. Got you, Terrence. Uh, I am the music. You, I am the music. I make the music. Oh, oh. make them clap it. Make it clap. Oh. Not make <laughs> it answer. clap. Good answer. Remember that joke? <laughs> <laughs> Terrence says I do my own clappers music. All right, no, I, I agree. Like it depends on like you know if it, if it's. I feel like if it's planned, yeah. If it's not, but yeah, you know, if it's impromptu. I feel like once I, I got, I don't know if this is bad. I feel like once I, you know, I was married, I was like, you know, I don't really need music like that. Like, I was like, it's uh, it's just like, especially when, you know, especially when I had my first kid, I thought my first kid, I was like, yo, it's when you can get it. Like, it's there is no time to play a tune. You know what I'm saying? It's literally like, yo, we got a few seconds, you know, like, let's see what's up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I mean music is just it's just not happening. You know what I'm saying? It's just not happening. I was wondering like how romantic, you know, obviously February 14th is coming up quickly. Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, if you guys are planning anything or not or whatever. Wait, uh, is that Monday? That is Monday. Monday. Wow. It's uh Valentine's oh, Day. Oh god. Uh so I don't know if you're gonna do anything uh for your spouse or not, but either way, I just wanted to, I thought it was a great question to lead off with in terms of like, man, do you do you do you lay it down the music and put and put on candles or do you just not have the time at all and you just it is what it is. I feel like it is what it is in most cases, though. No, I mean, it is what it is. It, in my opinion, it is what it is in most cases. But, like, when you're really trying to, I guess, do a little something different, spice it up or whatever, then, yeah, you add a little flavor to it. You go ahead and, it. you know, add some music, a little candlelight, whatever like that. And and it's not even, like, all within that same iteration of time. It could be something that you do um, prior to, like, earlier in the day. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. Maybe uh send a little gift or like um little little messages or sexting or whatever like that, you know, ahead of time, like just to prep for something later. You know what I'm saying? Like Yep. Hey. So I hear you and I feel you, I feel what you're saying. And I think it's uh I think it's a great thing, you know, to try to you know have, incorporate incorporate a little yeah. spiciness when you can. Um yeah, but otherwise, yeah, yeah. you know, as, as far as the planning of the kids thing, I was like, man, when I thought about it, I was like I, the way I found out about my second one, I was literally not even home. <laughs> I was like somewhere traveling playing in the band or whatever and jovita just was like and she didn't even try she wasn't even trying to tell me for real she was like because he's traveling and i was like um talking to her about something else i'm talking about going on a cruise and this, i think this is before covid broke out and all that other stuff but talking about her about the cruises and whatever and she was like i don't know because she remember zika zika y'all remember that was it mm -hmm. zika so zika was heavy and people kids babies getting zika and they were dying and all that crap and i was like Mm. Um, David was like, Oh, I don't know if we can go on this trip because Zika's this trip coming up because Zika's out there. And I'm like, Why do we, why the heck do we care about Zika? We don't yeah, have, why, why we don't have no, we don't have, we don't have no babies. We only got like, one. And then she was yeah. like, Well, I didn't want to tell you over the phone. And I was like, Yo, please don't tell me you pregnant. You know what I mean? Please. And then she was like, Yeah, she pregnant. So that was, that was, uh, yes. that was so hilarious. I, and, and look, then I had to go back into the room I was having rehearsal and I act like nothing was happening. Like, I'm, over, I'm look, I'm over there playing the keyboard like my whole life's about to end. Yo, I'm about to be <laughs> tired. No John, I am playing the right song. John playing the right. wrong key. Everything. Wrong key. John, John. <laughs> 
come on, look, pay attention. So that was my um, that was my situation. But uh, let's go right into because we want to keep man, we want to hop right back into the topic that we had last week because we had some great conversation. Hopefully, you guys uh, are aware, but if you're not, you can follow our Facebook page right now. You can hop off of wherever you are, and if you're on YouTube, go on to the Facebook page, follow it because under our post on Facebook, our Facebook page, we have a link. That's right. We have a link. So if you want to join in on the conversation that we're going to have today, click that link and it's going to take you to our studio and then we can bring you into the conversation. And we're going to have a conversation for the man. It's going to be one of the best episodes I think that we're ever going to have. If, if you guys hop into the conversation, if not, you'll just be hearing us talk about whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> so it's that simple. Uh, so like I said, follow the Facebook page and click that link. It's going to put you in the stream once we open it up for a conversation. But before we do any of that, we got my man Terrence. He has uh, The Earth is Ghetto. Uh, go ahead, T. Yeah, man, listen. I, as, as I keep saying this every time I, I, I turn to TikTok or Instagram or YouTube, whatever it is, and I just realized if a meteor were to strike right about now, God, I understand. Like, I, I totally, <laughs> totally, you know what? It. I can't totally even get it. mad at you. Yeah. This was one, and John sent this joint. Go ahead. You want me to play it now? Just play it. Like, okay. So that's that one. So, so I just, just I want to pause because we all ain't we all hate overdraft fees. We do. We all hate overdraft fees. I just want to know at what point does an overdraft fee? Do I hop over the counter? You know what it is. Do you know what it is when you give them two hundred dollars and you got a hundred ninety nine dollars in overdraft fees and they say, "Yeah, give me that, <laughs> run me that money." <laughs> I just, did, I weird. just, I'm just. If you go to jail, <laughs> number one, they took, they took your overdraft fee. Yeah, then you got to post bail. <laughs> like, yep. I just, hey, so whole time she hops over the uh, the teller window. Yep. Tries to get her money back. Mm-hmm. The the teller is like, "Yo, you can't be back here." He he actually like he already he's already back there. <laughs> yeah. He's already back there. So it's like, <laughs> it I know you might think you can't be back here, but yeah. let's be very clear. Yeah. He's back there. Okay. Hey, but but you kind of see him try to like approach her, or they like ended up tussling or something, and she kind of like bucked at him, like, "Yo, back up." What you think you're doing? Man, I want my yeah. money. <laughs> this was not playing about them overdraft fees, and I actually appreciate that energy. So next time, Chase is either going to uh, build a bigger barrier, or they're going to run them that money back. They're like, you know what? Look, ma'am, listen. We're going to put a little bit towards your overdraft fees. You can pay on it. Just pay on it, okay? You don't got to pay try the whole that thing. at Bank of America. You try that at Bank of America if you want, or Waco. You try that if you want. Yeah, MT ain't playing that. You know that right now. You <laughs> so hop across. Was, I don't know if you know. There was a rumor. I, I, I think uh, uh, Kevin on stage was the one that broke it, but he was basically saying that like they uh, basically already as businesses they formulate plans around the, the uh, overdraft fees, and so like they, they will literally like if you have a bunch of pending payments on your uh, account, they'll yeah. push them through. Like you know, what I'm saying the higher mm-hmm. cost ones first, and to make make your account go negative. 
and then you'll have that, you know, that $30 insufficient funds fee or whatever. And they actually plan that within their um budgets, their budgets. Why do you need my $35 that bad? Like l- legit. Obviously, right. I'm struggling. Obviously, yeah. I'm struggling. Yeah. Do you really need my $35 that bad? They don't, they don't care. They want that money. Yeah. It's a it's a smart. I mean, I just want to make sure we're all aware. So if you got things pending and you're waiting for things to drop off, or you you know, what I mean, I'm just saying it's going to likely hit your account because they they've made algorithms that are like going push it through. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, that's that's tough. Uh, you had another one too, right? Yes. Now this one was epic. I, I just want you to play the joint. Right. If you have not seen this, I think this came out like two weeks ago. This one is oh no, last week, early this week. This was great. All right, here we go. Talk to the manager. Okay, one second. Hi, how can I help you? What the fuck is your problem? I just my problem. problem. It's just you. You came in here acting like you own the place. I want to rent a Look like you have yachts. I see them all around there. We don't have any yachts to rent. I see them. Whose yachts? You don't want to make no money here at this restaurant. I guess we don't. Well, you can go back to the what beginning. What the hell are you doing? You cannot talk to the manager. Okay, one second. <laughs> 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 it's a dip. It's a dip in the squat for me. Yeah. Yeah. Straight face too. Oh, no. oh my god! <laughs> she... Wait, wait, wait. So, so this wasn't acted out. That was a real life. That was a real story. encounter, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a real encounter. That lady, that that grown woman or child dips down, turns around, comes back up. And she was, was like, still I... in camera when she dipped. Like she, <laughs> she ain't had a nerve. Like at least. Fade out the camera totally. No, you can still see her. Like, but the lady should have. She should have got mad when she saw her start to dip. Like I would have been <laughs> mad then. I would have been mad. Like you no, 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 no. Get up. No, don't do that. Don't right. dip. I, I still see you. I know it's still you. I would get upset then. No, nah, I wouldn't even wait till she finished. I, I would have been looking for a staircase or something. I was like, is the manager down? Like, what the hell? Sure, <laughs> sure. Hold on. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, that was, was great. That's really good, man. Is that is that all for the yeah, earth? Like all? I said again, this is proof. <laughs> this is proof that the earth is in fact ghetto. Like the earth is in it's fact ghetto. trash. And actually, you know what? That's a great uh transition statement into Joe Biden handing out crack pipes uh for <gasps> Americans. No, you know, say sure. it ain't so. Oh, yeah. Joe's like, man, I got y'all, man. Whatever y'all need, I'm I'm your supplier. You know what I'm saying? So man. so if you if you heard about it earlier this Hustle week, man, Joe. Yeah, Mr. Joe Biden. Now they, I, I couldn't even find anything more about it because basically it seemed like they they kind of they washed the internet of that of that story, but they have it here where the the health department basically is like saying it was misinformation or misleading about the entire uh, drug paraphernalia. Uh, basically, the, the thirty million dollars that are gonna be paid out or whatever grant that was gonna be made for uh, drug uses. Uh, basically, they're saying, as far as from the government stance, they were just saying that they wanted to like protect Americans. And they're trying to like they're trying to make sure that people don't get bad needles and stuff like that, and that it was basically misinformed. So they're, they're saying they says here these comments are misleading and misinformed. Too many Americans have lost their lives to drug overdose. Evidence based community harm reduction services such as uh, naloxone or naloxone, I don't know, fentanyl test strips and syringe services programs help people stay alive and are proven strategies for addressing their uh, tragic this tragic epidemic. So basically, they they it came out that it was this big grant or whatever that was going to be mm-hmm. like for crack pipes, but maybe that was misinformation. But even when it broke, it was a big deal. So we at least wanted to highlight that. I don't know if so y'all had any thoughts. Was this about fact that. checked at all? Like, because 
I know Fox News was ready. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> right. it was. I bet oh, you, if you go to Fox News right now, this story is definitely still up there. Like, yeah, they were ready. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, Michelle, going to say I'm. I'm still waiting on my STEMI, and they got crack pipe money. Listen, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, every I, time I see stuff like this come out, I'm like, yo, I, I just sit back. We was at work, and I was just like, you know what? There was nobody else else to vote for. Like, I just, I we just, didn't I have can't. Anybody else, we didn't have guys. anybody else. There was, there was no other way. There was no other option. But every time I'm just sitting like, dang, was Trump really that bad? <laughs> like stuff oh, like this. Oh, you start reconsidering. Like, <laughs> like, I, I, I honestly, <laughs> Terrence, if I'm honest, I've had that same thought. I, I. I I, but then I go back to when he was throwing paper towels at citizens and uh, yeah, and oh, I, I, I think about that. I think back about that or when he did his his pose in front of the church with the Bible. Yeah, um, I thought about yeah. that. You know, so I was like, every but time, I, every time I want to be like, man, Biden's off. I'm like, man, but Trump was also awful. But <laughs> listen, awful, if if he has this kind of mentality, <laughs> if he like, we're not going to get rid of drugs. We're just going to make them do it safer. What else? What else? <laughs> like. You know we're not getting rid of we're gonna get rid of of crime people. We're not gonna get rid of these gangbangers. Yeah. We're gonna give them legal guns. So <laughs> like here's the legal yeah. guns. We're gonna put more like I just where where does this mentality stop? Like what else are you gonna do? Like you know what else? I, I just think Joe should just go and pause until after just just chill out for a little bit. Let's not do anything right now. At least at least while this climate is where it is. Like we're watching too much and we're seeing too much. We we don't we everything we're seeing is like this is not good for you. It's not this looking is good for you. Bad. He's, you know. He's not running again. He's he's absolutely you not. Uh, he definitely shouldn't if he is thinking about it. I think I think he's done. I think I I, I don't want to even go into politics, but I think he's done. I think he should be done. All right, like he's losing, even now. <laughs> All right. So uh, as we transition transition to the next part of this topic, uh, another person that was done earlier this week, Mr. Joe Rogan. Apparently, it's bad for anyone named Joe. Uh, Joe yeah, Rogan, Joe Biden, it don't matter who it is. That's it's, it. It's just uh, Joe's. I hope you don't have any Joe's listening to podcasts right now because you know it's, it's not looking good for you. But here's some of the stuff that broke down earlier today this week. I think he did a fine job with his apology. Mm-hmm. He said a lot of the things I would want to hear someone say. The thing that stuck out for me most was when he said, "It's not my word to use." Right. And. I think um, change behavior is what we're really looking for. If it went all the way to allyship, that would be wonderful. But also, change behavior would be wonderful too. I don't- so this is the pause Hello, from Joe. Friends. I'm not gonna play it all. Um, I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. So basically he apologizes. Moving on there. This is what the, why I hold on, let me stop it there. This is what this is what initially happened. This is what initially happened. Because I missed what actually happened. Yeah, well, let me explain it. I'm sorry. So NDRE basically revealed that um uh Joe Rogan had this whole like thing about using the N-word. Like he used the N-word a bunch of times in his yeah, podcast. It, it wasn't just one time. Like it was, it was, it was a bunch like a of lot of videos. It was, like, a, it was a lot. No, it wasn't one time. It was a bunch of different videos that were edited or whatever over his 11 year span or whatever of doing radio. And so he was he was saying in his apology, just so I can wrap like the whole thing up, he was saying in his apology, it was like him using quoted quotes from other situations and, and it was kind of taken out of context. Although it was never a reason to use the N-word, he was using the N-word then in those situations, not to just be like, oh that's my end that's my end or whatever he was like it's more like contextually that's not how it happened but then that video came out with ndre um where ndre kind of blasted him saying she's gonna take her music down from spotify because she was like i don't want to be on the same platform with joe rogan who got a hundred million dollars from spotify to be on spotify i don't know how long of a period of it is but he got a hundred million dollars to be on spotify or or to be represented by them or whatever so she didn't want to be on the same platform him so she said take all my music down that Joe Rogan's on. 
And uh, long story short, Joe Rogan ends up apologizing to everybody for using the N-word over and over again. And she says, basically, at the end of that, she accepts his apology. Um, people are joking and saying he had a, uh, she had a check written to her, you know, to accept the apology. But what I will say is that anyone that understands the music business understands that people don't really get paid a lot of money. Even people like NDRE or whatever, like, if that's a big part of the revenue, uh, revenue source, literally it's like 0.01 cents on plays and 0.001 cents. It's like fractions of a penny per play. Yeah, yeah. So when she took her stuff off of Spotify, that was a good portion of her residual income. So it was actually kind of bold for her to do that, but only for her to do it for a week kind of made me kind of laugh because I was like, okay, so she might, maybe she was like, maybe I, I, I was kind of flowing in the moment, got a little emotional. And then once he apologized, I was like, all right, I can, I can put, maybe, I don't know, but I don't know if she put her music back on Spotify. Yeah, I was about to say, does she own her That's besides the point. I don't know if she owns her stuff. Um, I like what I see, I'm, I'm with what Jeremiah said. Like, he, he, that's, I heard that quote. He was like, he went to a movie theater. It was like Planet, he said it was like Planet of the Apes. It was so many black people there. And like, bro, yeah, he did. Like, that, that is true, Jeremiah. Thank so you for that. I actually like sent this to, to some friends. The crazy part is, um, there was another another channel that offered Joe Rogan a hundred million dollars to come on to their, their network to leave them and come on them. So it was almost like it is beneficial to say the n-word. Like it, it legitimately, it's almost like beneficial to be racist. Even the guy who was the, the the guy who got off, the little kid who got off for killing those people, um, you know, and and, and oh, politicians. Black Lives yeah. Matter, the Black yeah. Lives Matter protest. It was politicians saying, "Hey, you know, we 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 offer you internships." So it's like it's rewarded to be racist. It's like that's the thing now, and so it's almost like, and I, and I almost say this. I almost want to say is that really is the Trump effect, the Trump impact, because mm -hmm. not saying it was ever shunned, it, but it was never as widely accepted until we got Trump. Yeah, he and he so gave he a stage like for it. Like he, he gave the green light. Yeah, yeah, man. Like he's he's still out pro. I mean, doing like you know, doing campaigns and it's it's just crazy. Like so, Joe, he, he's not gonna get canceled. He gonna get canceled here and gonna get separate someplace else. Either way, so it doesn't really matter. Like it just doesn't matter. Like I don't know. Um, I don't. Have, I don't have the stronger views. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Um, I think it's just unfortunate, man. I mean, we we go around this this topic all the time in reference to like racism and the stuff that. People say not just about black people, but I'm talking about overall, like whether it's to any culture, any any, uh, you know, ethnicity. Right. Um, but I, I, I just don't understand. Um, like I, I can't fathom like where we're going from here. Like it's it's been around this long. It's unfortunate that it's been around this long and people are like being more, I guess, open with it now, especially like after Trump, like you were saying, T. Um, so it's like. Yeah. It's it's just it's sad, bro. It's sad. So here, here's my only problem with this entire conversation. What's Joe up? Rogan wasn't he been said these things, right? Yeah. This this surfaces, and this I don't want to, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, okay? But this surfaces not long after he had the misinformation of the people that he had on his podcast mm. talking about the CDO, the V, and the one not. I'm not gonna say it yeah, on here because yeah. I don't want to be no censorship issues, but that. Once that was stated, and once he kind of gave the other side of the coin of the mainstream narrative, not long after that, this video surfaces. These aren't these weren't recent clips. These were clips that were kind of created over time. So I can't unsee that like he says a thing about you know something that was the non the non mainstream narrative, and then next thing you know, all these this clip kind of comes and surfaces, and it becomes this big deal. And now everybody wants to cancel 
Mr. Joe Rogan. So, and I'm not, I'm not excusing his usage of the word. I'm not like I, I but I'm also like, I'm kind of getting a little bit over. I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm kind of getting over the whole N word. Like I'm not, I'm not really like, I know you, I know you're saying it when I'm not there. Or I know you're probably saying it at home. I know you're probably saying it in other spaces. So, like for you to just say it on radio or not, it's kind of like. It don't really matter to me because I really know what you yeah. think and feel. I feel like you know. Mm-hmm. So, so you that know? reminds me of a conversation I was having with uh, some of my coworkers a few months back, and um, I think something else that came out within the news where somebody had said something, whether it was a, a racist comment, it wasn't towards like uh, uh, blacks, but I think it was like Jewish or what, I can't remember who it was. And she was, she might have been like a part of the Senate or something. I can't, I just can't remember the entire story, mm-hmm. but I, I remember the conversation and what I brought up was like, Hey man, like let's, let's be honest here. Like there are a lot of things that um, people say and do um, within their small social circles. Right. You know, uh, as far as like uh, different, I guess, uh, biased comments or like, like um, even like racist comments, like, and not even the sense of, uh, like people say things jokingly based off of their interpretation of how uh, 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 a certain ethnicity acts towards different things. Like, you know, if if people were to say like all black men wear do rags or like um, if people were to say like um, all white men wear like thong flip flops or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that comes up mm. in conversation. Mm. And and I wanted to make it clear to folks like, hey, let's not pretend like this is this is not a thing. Like it's a thing. Mm. And the fact that this one person that was, you know, in the limelight and 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 has all this light and shined on her and uh like uh within the industry, within entertainment, within you know, whatever level of uh 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 limelight that she's in, uh, it's just highlighted at this point. But yeah. she's probably talking that stuff behind the scenes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's talking it within her small social circles or whatever like that, and it just got blown up. So to your point, John, like Yo, like it's it's happening, and I'm not necessarily over it, but it's just like let's not let's not try to cover it up, or let's not fake like it's not a thing. But he better not say nothing about them Jews. Mm. Just letting y'all know, yeah, we said that last go. week. Yeah, man, you say <laughs> one thing about them, you're done. You're done. Yeah, yeah, you're done. And that that was kind of the point of the what was it, Whoopi? Yeah, Whoopi mm. Goldberg situation where she did say something about. <laughs> uh the holocaust and that went left you know uh but it's funny also because like i'm like man how quickly are we over those things too mm. um so it kind of made me laugh uh just like not not, not laugh laugh but you know be able to kind of like see how quickly people go from one thing to the next thing mm. get mad at it whatever the case may be um so it just kind of made me think like man this america is definitely interesting in that way uh, i had one thing one thing i wanted to do before we jump into the topic this is kind of the um not well-traveled uh black history uh information if you will so it's not like i'm really doing a tribute to black history but i'll say this (laughs) i'll turn to black history month fact this here is jim jones and his fiance chrissy jim jones is a legendary rapper and member of dipset him and his fiance has been engaged for approximately 14 years currently the longest engagement in (laughs) african-american history Chrissy also was the first woman to propose to her man. Know your history. Oh, she, oh, she proposed. She proposed to him, and he said yes. Wait, and they've been engaged for fourteen. Wait, 
It's not his mom. That's the reason why he ain't done it yet. If it was uh, his mom, like, of course, <laughs> that was his mom tonguing him. Wow, Tiggy, too soon. He just signed soon. up. He just signed up. <laughs> or she wasn't kissing right. That's the issue. She, she not kissing right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not kissing right. He went back. The mom was like, "Mom, she ain't, right. <laughs> she ain't. She ain't. She ain't the one. She don't kiss nothing like you." Now, what if I told you, baby? Say no. Fourteen no, years no. is not that long. If they don't like, use the tongue, uh, fourteen <laughs> years is a long, long time to be engaged. It's Terrence. not that long. Terrence Bartholomew Robinson. <laughs> it's not that long, yo. It's 14, 14 years. Is, like, you can have a whole 14-year-old child. Your child is 14. If you, if you met her and smashed, and that baby be, will be a teenager. The, the, about the benefit, they don't got to be the flower girl. They can actually be your maid of honor. So oh, they gonna, gonna, like, they gonna be there's so many there. benefits to that. Like, you know, if I had my son, he's he not going to be a ring bearer. He's actually going to be next to me. Aaron. Like you know, like this. There's bit. nothing you could say that will explain. Glasses half full, yo. The glasses. This, this woman sure. will not sure. let him go for 14, 14 years, Terrence. I think at that point she's probably like my self respect though. Like I, I asked him. Yeah, I you gotta, I can't you gotta leave. be disrespected after that. What? Like, come on, man. Fourteen years. Fourteen like, years. I'm, a long time. I'm, I'm sitting here imagining like if I proposed to Renee. And she was just like, ah, it's not a good time for like 14 years. Or like, <laughs> hey, we ain't got the money for 14 years. Like, uh, let's keep in mind who he gotta is, be right? <laughs> Y'all only got her side. You don't got his side. It's got to be reason. I like that you're, you know, I like that you're the um person. You're the contrarian today on the podcast. Because it's not, usually it's me. I'm glad it's you. Because you're, you're a I mean, freaking clearly fool. it's in, in his title, right? Yeah. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right like, maybe, yeah. You know, yeah. 14 years. Uh, I think 14 years is safe. To, it's a safe bet. To, I think, actually, that's a, that's a great question. How long? It's too long to be engaged. Not 14. 14 Obviously not 14. <laughs> 14 you, years you, is you, not, that's not the number. Let's check 2023. If they're still, then at that point, all right, oh, that's all right. That's when you draw the line right. in the sand. Solid yeah, that's solid 15. 15. I think, okay, so let's say, let's, if we, are we saying 10 years is too long to be engaged? Let's say, let's just say that's not John, that two years is too long to be engaged. <laughs> to be engaged? Yes. I think two years is too long. Like, I think I was engaged I, for two years. That's long. I was almost engaged for two years. Yeah, mm. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think two years is that long. And the reason why I say that is because there are so many different things that involve the whole marriage ceremony thing. Like people want things done a certain way. They want to make sure all their families there. They want to make sure it's at a particular venue. Thank and you, Angela. They're already married. See, they're, you don't even need. You don't. You need, know what? They're already married. That's that what Jim what, Jones is thinking. What is, oh yeah. What is it? Uh, uh, after ten years or something like that in certain yes. states. Like yeah. you're you're just <laughs> you're together, it. but the, the state's like nah, y'all y'all married. How you what. know it's how you know it's her? Maybe she, maybe he gave a prenup and she don't want to sign it. Terrence, can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> you think you can stop? Maybe oh, maybe possibly <laughs> just a little uh, bit. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if you guys were here last week, man, we talked about a great topic. Um, and the topic was leading with the D. What do men? bring to the table uh do they bring their 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 uh cucumbers or their eggplants uh to the table because i was cucumbers. i didn't i didn't want to say the d carrots, word so I, that's the first carrots. Thing that um or or do you know what do they bring to the table as men and and so we want to kind of pick it up and like i said to you guys before if you want to join on the stream we definitely want you to do that um, because we want to hear your opinion, want to hear from you. The best way to do that is to hop on our Facebook page. If you're not already on Facebook, 
And I put on our Facebook uh, page a link. And all you have to do is click the link. It'll bring you into our studio. We'll bring you into the show. And we can have a conversation as a community, a podcast community together. But bottom line is we kind of got to a place where the comment section kind of went out of hand. And we wanted to make sure that we at least address some, if not most, of the things that were discussed. So let me play for, for all of us to kind of recap where things were as far as the uh, the young lady that sparked everything off for this conversation. We'll go from there. Here we go. There are men that will leave comments that say things like, why do women not know this? I'm glad you're breaking it down, but this is common sense. These are grown women. And guys, I want to explain why. But ladies, I need you to listen to. So guys, you're taught at a very young age how you should be to girls, right? So when you're a little boy and you see a cute girl and you like her, you know to be kind to her, polite to her, you do all this stuff for her. Some of y'all may write little love letters, leave little gifts for her, open doors for her. You're taught this, right? By women, but you're taught it. And with that being said, guys, you also learn that it doesn't matter how kind you are to a girl. If she don't want you, she don't want you. You learn that very young as a boy. Now, when it comes to women, when they were girls, all they ever had to do was exist. The fact that they were a girl was going to give them options. Didn't matter if she was super duper cute. Didn't matter if she was all right and average. Didn't matter. All she had to do was exist. She didn't have to change anything. She didn't have to do any work. She didn't have to do anything because she's gonna always have options. As girls become women, young women, they start learning the older they get that what they did as a girl, as a young woman, doesn't work anymore. This is why it has to be explained because women have never had to do anything they weren't held accountable for anything. This is why I had to be broken down. This is also why women want control. See, women will get on this app and they will say, I want men that do this, 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 and this. And he got to take me the way I am. And he got to love me for me. Women will say all this stuff. And if a guy says anything remotely close to that, now he's controlling. Now he's a narcissist. This is why they have to be taught different. So that's why I'm here. This is why I do these videos, because it's all about changing the mindset. We have to change our mindset, ladies. Because, yeah, we've been taught we're the prize. And the truth is, is you got to work and you got to move and you got to change some stuff. This is why. All right. So you guys, uh, that was the recap of everything. Um, <laughs> that was the recap of everything that was kind of discussed. And um, I already have one person already in the queue that you know that wants to probably join in and this conversation. I'm looking forward to the dialogue. Um, but before we bring them in, I want to also say, young ladies, women, uh, we want to have your opinion. So you guys had a lot of energy. All right. Last last week, y'all was like, uh, 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 uh. She ain't right, and this is why she ain't right. And let me tell you another thing, John, Terrence, and Mike. Okay, y'all were going all the way in. They was definitely going in. They was going all the way in. So I'm like, I and I, I remember saying, yo, keep that same mother loving energy. Keep that same energy as we uh mm -hmm. have this conversation. So uh, before we bring in our first person, I wanna 
I want to add one more part to this entire um, conversation and then we'll bring in the next person. Give me, let me see, let me bring it up here. Sorry, I got to play, play around. This is the next, this is the next one. I think Terrence, Terrence, did you send me this? I think Terrence wanted me to do this one. Yeah. <coughs> some of y'all thought processes how's a man asking what a woman can bring to the table a red flag when you're dating a man mm. or you're getting to know a man don't you ask him about himself to see how you both are compatible and how he can benefit you you're gonna ask questions like do you have a job um are you good with saving money you're gonna ask them a list of questions i'm sure many of you have and it's the same with men the only difference is a lot of men can take care of themselves. They can cook, they can clean, they can do all that. What most men are looking for are those intangible traits like peace, um, nurturing, being caring, um, being his pillar of rest and not his pillar of stress. There's nothing wrong with a man inquiring about a woman to make sure that they're compatible and on the same page. And quite frankly, if you think that, then I think the huge red flag is on you. All right. Was that the, was that the one T? That is, we can go with that one. That's that's yeah. That's let's perfect. go with that one. <laughs> let's go with that one. Let's uh let's bring in our first our first guest. And listen, guys, if you want to join in the conversation, Mike went ahead and put the link there within the thread. It's on Facebook page. I, there, you, there's no excuse. There's multiple ways to hop into this stream and have this conversation with us with us men. Here we go. Let's bring in Mister. What's your name, sir? Do we know you? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Calton. What's I up, Jamal, man? I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Can you guys hear me? Okay, I can. can. Perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost as if you have a podcast set up over there. Actually, uh, you know, just slight. slight. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. So, uh, we had a lot of conversation last week, and I want to frame it out before we hop into this conversation. Uh, clearly, you saw the clip about the young lady and men's basically men's perception of how it is within dating and, and marriage and all that good stuff. Where do you lie on this whole conversation? Who's 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 takes the onus or the ownership and whose fault is it where are you on all that well i mean there's a lot <laughs> there, there, i feel like this is layered like there's so many different elements so i mean initially speaking i would say it's it's the guy's fault like it, it's it's our responsibility to pursue women and to frame really how a relationship should go like we were designed to be the head we were designed to be the leaders and as believers you, you know y'all know that like that's that's how it's supposed to be. And sure, there's been uh, cultural influences that has impacted, especially in our community, that has completely jacked us up. Like, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be worked through. And it's like, we have to take responsibility for that, though. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like that point. And I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the person to do some pushback. So I agree with you to an extent. There have been, I've seen posts before, and this is the only way I can kind of frame it out, but I've seen posts before where they'll be like, if you're, if you uh, as a husband aren't leading your family or whatever, you're not, you're not a good leader, but mm -hmm. is there a certain level of ownership that a woman needs to take within following? Well, I mean, <laughs> that, I think that's, again, kind of loaded. Like, you're going to say, like, if, if a woman is saying um, you're not being a good leader and you're trying to say, well, you're not being a good follower. If you're not being a good leader, how is she going to be a good follower? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, well, who frames or determines out who is the good, what, who and what is a good leader? Who frames that out? I mean, again, from our perspective, it would be God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that, right. That I'm talking. Let, let's say, let's say, for instance, just for instance, like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying we, we, of course, we're all Christians on here. We, we yeah. publicly have said it and stated that, but yeah. for people that are not Christians, sure, right, sure, yeah. and they're just relationally dealing with each other, yeah, and you're talking about. The subject of because if you I don't know if you guys saw, but the subject was ownership 
or on her. Yeah. And, um, you know, That's the conversation is like, do we do women have a part to play in this idea of um, relation relationally valuing each other and having some sense of ownership? Like what, what part do they play in that uh, that that partnership? Oh, I mean, I think honestly, women have been playing their part like it still comes down to our responsibility, like in them communicating what their needs are. Mm-hmm. That's them playing their part, like in the design. If again, I'm the leader, you know, in, in this relationship, I'm the man, I'm the husband or whatever, as even if you put it in a, in a, in a business kind of setup, if I'm the CEO and you guys, you know, the wife is the employee, but you know, even I don't even like that. That's still kind of distant. I so see where you're going. Yeah. 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 But you know what I'm saying? I see like, where you're going though. Yeah. Right. Uh, if I'm the president and she's the vice president, she, her role is supposed to identify areas that I have my shortcomings or where something's a little off. So I think in her communicating her her position, how she feels and like what the issues are, she's playing her part. Like she's taking ownership of her role. Like that's what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to be playing the support role. And then as a man, as a leader, I'm supposed to take that in, digest it, and then make the moves that I need to make. Does that make sense? So, so I'm 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 trying to figure out how to communicate my side too. Like I see the point that you're trying to make, yeah. Um, and you you stated something around the lines of what I was thinking about, like you know them like women playing their part as far as like communicating how they feel, uh, regarding your ability or our ability as men to be able to lead. Um, but in, in reference to I guess the the thought process of um, um, like their responsibility and being able to follow. Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's kind of, I don't have the words for it and I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. Mm. My, so my pushback is, well, I have two questions because I'm not saying I, I disagree with, with the scenario that you presented, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how does equality fit into that? Or does it? Let me say that. Let me say that. Let me just say that. Does equality fit in this equality between a man and a woman fit into your scenario that you dynamic that you presented? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it does. Um, but let's be specific. Or I guess, can you can you clarify what you mean by like? Could you give so me in your scenario where the guy's the head and the woman's the tail? In yeah. the sense, but that doesn't fit with the. But that does not fit the current trend in society, especially American society where there's equality and mm-hmm. there is no head and there is no tail. So uh, there's just two people and they're equal parts. And mm-hmm. so my question is, is to anybody, but to, to, you know, any, anybody does in the scenario, in the narrative that you present, does equality render its head? Cause in that, in that idea, there, it, there technically isn't equality. Mm-hmm. The guy is, he's in charge. Mm-hmm. The woman is not, you know? And so yeah. therefore if the ship is sinking, mm-hmm. it's the, it's the president's fault that the ship is sinking. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so I because I'm, I'm not saying I disagree. I just yeah. the the issue the, the the only problem I have with that scenario is there's no ownership mm-hmm. for the for the vice president mm-hmm. and for the other employees. It's like we get to do whatever we want because if it's not working out, it's because we got bad direction. Mm-hmm. You know, and so and that's the only part where I'm just like I, I was growing up, I grew up with that mentality and grew up with that thinking. If something's wrong with the, with the ship, it's the captain. Something's mm-hmm. wrong with the team, it's the coach, it's the owner. Mm-hmm. And then as I've gone through leadership and gone through whatever it is and gone through different tracks, I'm like, I don't know if I necessarily believe that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I sometimes, 
you got bad players. Mm-hmm. You got a horrible vice president. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just what you say. Lakers. Yeah, like you, that's just not <laughs> that's just not following. Mm-hmm. This that's not following any direction that you set foot. Like yeah. like so because because like, even like I presented the idea last week as as believers, like God's the God's the captain. Mm-hmm. God's directing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we ain't following. It ain't on him. Yeah, it's us. Yeah. You know, and so and that, that I think that kind of mirrors down even to the household, like you know, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, yeah. and so I, I guess my question is like, where does where does a woman have to have ownership? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think again with the, this topic, uh, it, it's layered, and also like I, I think on both sides of the conversation, sometimes we we're, we're very idealistic. Mm-hmm. So like in, in this idea of like, was well, is it going to be equal? we might have the perception of like, oh, I'm the man, I'm doing everything right. And then, you know, my mm. wife or whatever, she's the one tripping. Mm-hmm. And then vice versa, it can be like, oh, you know, uh, I, I'm the wife and my husband is wilding out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what, what makes it complicated, because um, you can go situation by situation. So you can say like, yeah, I'm a stand-up husband. I do everything. I take care of my kids or whatever. And my wife is, you know, she's had infidelity in our marriage or whatever. And then the reverse can be the case. I think it becomes an issue with this uh, this topic online of like gender war or whatever, because it's it's not it really doesn't make space for nuance on either side. So if you have this red pill community, they're all from what I've heard from the stuff you know the, the content that I've seen, mm-hmm. it's coming from the perspective like I'm the man and I'm right. Mm-hmm. And like everything that women are saying, they're wrong. They they are they're either too feminist or they're aggressive, and they're saying all this mm-hmm, negative mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And so then you have women who come into the platform to try to have a conversation or arguments with, we'll, we'll say Kevin Samuels, and like it's it's not going to be fair because he's already coming from the perspective of like I'm right, 100%. like anything anything you say is going to be wrong. So and, so and it's like a lack of uh, introspection at the end of the yeah, day. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, like even. Uh, not to give him too much attention, but like, <laughs> yeah. a, as a man, like, I, I wouldn't want any advice from Kevin Samuels. Like, mm-hmm. he, if, if I if I'm trying to be in a relationship or I'm looking for marriage advice, from my understanding, that dude has not been in an, a successful marriage. He's, Zero. Like, right. So, like, why would I take advice? Like, he's he's clearly coming from a place of either a, a spite or resentment or, or or just like anger towards women in his his past experiences and that's not that's not balanced like yes there's a lack, lack of introspection and I, I think a lot of the trouble comes from a, as men we're like trying to communicate our feelings and express ourselves and again it's oftentimes coming lopsided because in us expressing ourselves we're not very often having an opening ear to actually hear from the vice president or for, or to hear from women. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah no, so even, that makes sense. 